You're listening to Woo Sox Insider, presented by your Worcester Red Sox. PQ, Swan Pod. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Woo Sox Insider Podcast. I am your host, TQ, Tim Quidamo, alongside Brendan Black and Dave Leonardi, producer extraordinaire. And what a fun month it's been. I think we had on our last pod the most fun segment we've done in this podcast history. Did Tristan Casas tweet that? And we were talking right before we started recording. Ever since we we put that podcast out, it seems. Tristan's just been going off. He his his tweeting has been through the roof. He's just tweeting all the time now. And it's great. He wants to make sure we have enough content to to play another game at some time in the future. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully we we don't see him in person unless we go to some games at Fenway. But Tristan Casas just letting letting the personality out. Gotta love Produ- it. Producer of content. Yeah, there it is. You know, it's funny that you just said that we should, we'll absolutely credit him. Yeah. Um, But it's funny. You said that about, you know, we hope we won't see him around the park because you know, that's their goal is to be in the big leagues. But last year I had that actually, I said, I was on a zoom call with Caleb Ort. He was doing some uh, trivia game for us. It was like, you know, nice, nice thing for him to be involved with for the winter weekend last year. And at the end of the call, I was like, Hey man, thanks so much. Uh, I hope to see you around the park. And he goes, yeah, no offense, man, but I hope I don't see you. Yeah. And I was like, ah, okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes that makes sense. It's such a fun and interesting, just dynamic, mm-hmm. building those relationships and then just hoping that they they go off and <laughs> achieve <you>. achieve their <laughs> dreams. Yeah, and it's like I I hope you never really see me again. But I yeah. hope if I do, that you're doing well, and it's because. I have some time off. I'm enjoying a, a game out at Fenway and you're succeeding and, and everyone's happy, you know? So best wishes to, to all those guys, Tristan Casas, Zach Kelly, um, you know, uh, uh, Zach Kelly, by the way, Cooper and Jim Kane talked to Zach Kelly at the rookie development camp, which was hosted at Fenway in late January uh, along with, Brandon Walter, the number two pitching prospect in the Red Sox organization. You heard last year all about Brian Bayo, obviously, Brian Mata, both those guys throwing 100 from the right side. Brandon Walter, very exciting southpaw, had a neck injury that sidelined him once he got called up to Worcester last season, but the Woo Sox fans should be seeing plenty of Brandon Walter. And again, hopefully not too much of him because he's pitching so well that he's got to go up to the bigs. But Great interview between Walter and Cooper Boardman, I think, or Jim Kane, one of them. Uh, those two also talked to Zach Kelly and Sadon Rafaela. So Zach Kelly, hopefully, just like Ort, going to be up in Boston in the bullpen there. But Sadon Rafaela, very likely, along with Walter, to be in Worcester. And if you're wondering, where can I see those interviews well, check out your local listings because there will be an hour-long show that packages up the season ticket member hot stove luncheon where Larry Lucchino, Dr. Charles Steinberg, Janet Marie Smith talk all about what's going to be new to do and see for Woo Sox 23. 
That means all the ballpark improvements, new concessions, new promotional schedule every week, some special theme nights, town takeovers, you name it. For 2023, you'll see what is going on at Polar Park. There's even more to do and see. So this Nesson show, we'll have that at the beginning. Then a sit-down interview with Tyler Murray and Blue Sox manager Chad Tracy, where they kind of recap some of their favorite moments from the Blue Sox 22 season and talk about some of the guys that have been called up and down, some fan favorites like Ryan Fitzgerald, Tristan Casas, talk about Kelly Ort, and just talk about what Chad Tracy's life is like being a manager in the Red Sox organization. Great interview with Tyler Murray. And then those three guys, Kelly, Walter, Rafaela, talk to Jim Kane and Cooper Boardman. That'll be on Nesson all throughout the month of February. So check your local listings. And then we'll also put those individual <laughs> segments up on our YouTube channel. So go to youtube.com. Look up Woo Socks. I think Woo Socks on YouTube is like a sock company. So we mm-hmm. didn't get the domain for it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it's look tough. up Worcester Red Sox. We're on there. You'll be able to find each individual segment and tune into Nesson as spring training games are just around the corner. Feels good to say that. Yeah. You'll also be able to see what's going on down on the farm from a ballpark and player perspective. Now, right. before before we go on with the rest of the episode, we do have a guest for you, Tiki, that is joining any second now. I sent oh, him the link. Goodness. He will be here any second, hopefully sooner so, rather than later. And so in the meantime, in the meantime, bearded Komodo flags. Flies, excuse me. Bearded what? Komodo flies. But why can't any of them blow fire out of their mouths? Tristan Casas, January 25th, 2023. Yeah. Well, that He's got a, a good point. I guess drag- I was going to say yeah. that would be a dragon, but it's a Komodo dragon, isn't it? Mm. So it's bearded dragon, Komodo dragon, then scientifically, dragonfly. yeah, scientifically classified as a dragon. It should breathe fire. Yeah, I mean, he's got a point. So, yeah. but anyway, Dave mentioned it. Brendan alluded to it earlier. The reason we do have nah, 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 a special nah. guest on the nah, 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 nah. <laughs> hey, good oh my goodness i have returned at the turn of the tide like dumbledore wow (laughs) decaf it's good to have you life is good just like the shirt says whenever decaf's around so good my buddy tq is coming out west so this is we haven't even said it yet We haven't even said it yet. So, sorry, everyone. So for, sorry, everyone. Sorry. Let me, of, I, I, I want to give you your moment. Sorry. For all of you loyal <laughs> listeners, first time listeners, those who are just accidentally clicking on the link on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, where Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, this will be my last episode of the Woo Sox Insider Podcast. As we're recording this, I'm three days away from my last day with the Woo Sox. I'm happy to say I've accepted a position with the Modesto Nuts, the Class A affiliate of the Seattle Mariners out in the California League. Go Nuts! uh, As their director of marketing and broadcasting. So I'll be calling all 66 of their home games uh, for the 2023 season. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, And Working in the front office out in Modesto. It's a great crew. Excited to be a part of it. And it's just a an opportunity that I've always kind of dreamed of to 
be a play-by-play broadcaster for a team or I can really, I I've been lucky to do it here because Tyler Murray got COVID that one time um, and we needed somebody to sit in the seat <laughs> and I could bank on my knowledge of the city being from Worcester, but I've always kind of wanted to, to go out on my own, get really ingrained in a new city organization, ballpark, um, get to know the good people of Modesto. It's a great front office out there. They do a lot of great work in the community, just like the Woo Sox and the Woo Sox Foundation do. So great opportunity for me to kind of get out of the control room and and try something new. So I'm excited to to move out west a little closer to my decaf. Yes, the hero's journey begins. We got six tea times next week. Um, <laughs> I don't know when you're getting out here, but you got to hurry. I'm getting out this in is... like in like two and a half weeks. <laughs> well, there we go. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited. Only an eight hour drive. Something like that. There you go. Yeah, only. Apparently, Courtney Cousel was telling me this because she's from Los Angeles or from the Los yes. Angeles area. Worked with the Dodgers for a long time. We've had Courtney on the podcast before incredibly talented graphic artist here at the Woo Sox. Uh, she said like flights just inside of California, popular and cheap. She said in high school, her and her friends would fly from LAX to San Francisco and just like go to San Francisco for the weekend. That's so California. I am 15 minutes from the airport. That sounds, that sounds like a deal. It's extremely California. Perfect. 15 minutes from the airport, no traffic. So you're like an hour and a half from the airport. I have so much bang from American Airlines from times that canceled my flights. I'll be I'll be there <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. How often do they cancel your flights? I just took advantage. It happened like four times in a row once and it just kept piling up. Uh gotta take advantage. Decap, listen while you're here, yes. what are you, what have you been up to? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just chilling, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's sunny and 70 again today. I've been on the beach in Santa Monica. Um, I took a little time to to, to work on my tan, uh, which is completely, as you can see, gone totally successfully. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, but I'm working on uh, some college basketball broadcasts for HBCU, historically black colleges and universities. Uh, we're on the HBCU Go network, so you can nice. check us out. Uh, use that experience I got in the in the control room at Polar Park. This is my control room now. My my <laughs> ten by six foot bedroom. It's great. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. No, I wake up, I roll out of bed, and 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 here I am. No more hour commute. Uh, so I I asked about this because Josh Greenstein, our broadcast engineer at Polar Park from Two Twelve Consulting Group, he he kind of helped you get this gig, and I knew that your control room was your bedroom. So. Decaf is producing college basketball games that are being played like on the East coast or in the Gulf coast down South. And the control room is physically in Phoenix, Arizona. So there's already that much of a degree of separation. The games being played, say in Louisiana, the control room is in Phoenix and decaf is producing the game and doing graphics, right? From your bedroom in Los Angeles, California, 2023, man. That's my year. Crazy. <laughs> I, I gotta crazy. thank Josh Greenstein first and foremost. That man is is the greatest agent of all time. He doesn't. Yep. He's he's a production genius, and he's also just he he's he's my agent uh, as a friend, and I cannot thank him enough. I'm I'm pretty much forever indebted to Josh. Uh, <laughs> if you ever see me running around just like grabbing him coffee, it's because I owe him a thousand of them. Uh, 
but yeah, it's it's been exciting. It's been great. But um, I'm here to talk about TQ today because he's he, the reason this podcast exists. He might be the reason that the Woo Sox are in Worcester. Can you tell how I've you been trying to avoid letters. this this whole time? Yeah, TQ, yeah. it's all about you today. I didn't. I'm actually in a sound a sound stage right next door to to TQ. I flew back <laughs> to the East Coast for this, but we decided the last minute we wanted to preserve the image yeah. of me being across the coast. No, but TQ TQ. First and foremost, when the Paw Sox were 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 trying to to figure out what was next, TQ was the one in Dr. Charles Steinberg's ear saying Worcester, Worcester, Worcester. He was the little just devil on the shoulder, just like come to Worcester, chirping Massachusetts. It's the best. He's from Worcester. He brought him there. Everyone in Worcester owes TQ drinks for life. I'm putting it on him. Uh, he brought him here. Could be chill. This podcast could be chill. <laughs> This podcast exists because of TQ, because when we were fighting through the, the tough days at work, we needed an outlet for our creativity. Uh, you know, working for a baseball team is great, but it's also work. It, 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 you, you work for the team. The There's podcast, a lot that goes on. The podcast also did come up because I don't know if fans remember this, but last season started late at the major league level because there was a lockout. So we couldn't use any player on the 40 man roster we couldn't use their likeness we couldn't use their name we had to take down all their photos and videos from all of our social media websites all of that so we couldn't talk about jaron duran tristan casas connor siebold josh winkowski like we couldn't talk about any of these players that everyone was excited about and then some of the other guys like the sadon rafaelas and Miguel Blyce, like we knew they weren't going to be with us in 2022. So we were sitting around thinking, what are we going to post on <laughs> any like platform? So shout out Chris Bergstrom too, who yeah. we've had, we've had very different ways of, of all letting our listeners know that it's going to be our last podcast where Chris was like, no, I'll keep doing it. And then kind of just trailed off decap. I think you let everyone know the, the penultimate podcast. You let everyone know that it was your penultimate podcast. And I was going to go until the last five minutes of this one before being like, Hey, by the way, buy your opening day tickets, spring tickets are on sale. Watch the Nesson show that, that we're editing and producing right now. Uh, watch that throughout February spring training starting soon. Uh, and the, um, this is it for me. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to TQ to give the Irish goodbye. Yeah. No, absolutely not. We're having a swan song today. Absolutely. It's a pod um, swan. TQ's pod, pod swan song. Pod swan. Uh, pod swan. Swan pod. <laughs> swan pod. That's what we were saying. Swan yeah, pod. Yeah. Wanted. But, but what I'm trying to say is that work is work. Like whether you work for a baseball team or you're, you're doing taxes TQ wanted to do this podcast because he was like, what if work was just getting on a microphone and talking and trying to be entertaining? And now that's his full-time job. Like, <laughs> yeah. you you made it happen, and, and I couldn't be happier. This is good. I, 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 the fans of the single-A affiliate of the Mariners are in for such a treat. Just an electrifying broadcast coming They're going to be going nuts. Nice. They're going to be going nuts. Um, I have to say, I was glad to be a part of what I think was – Probably the highlight of both of your Dylan and uh, TQ, your your Woo Sox insider uh, career. It was before a game last year in the DCU club. All of a sudden, uh, 
Dylan comes in the room and he goes, you're never going to believe what just happened. You're never going to believe what just happened. As he was walking through, a fan stops. He goes, hey, that's the guy from the Woo Sox Insider podcast. And then I don't know if it was TQ was behind was, Dylan. I was behind Dylan. Dylan. Was, yeah. And then I they was go, like a, a minute oh, and a half. There's behind the Dylan. other one. <laughs> yeah. So TQ, you're the other one. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, come on. That's and all you can hope for. I didn't hear him say <laughs> to decaf. That's the guy from the Woo Sox Insider podcast. So I'm walking through the DCU club and somebody like two feet away from me just points at my face and goes him too. (laughs) (laughs) So all I heard was a stranger who was pointing this close to my face, just going him too. You're him. And right after decaf walked into the control room and told you guys, you'll never believe what happened. You'll never believe this. I walked in and I was like, guys, you'll never believe what happened. Some (laughs) rando just pointed at me and said him too. (laughs) My reaction to them was so, I just like my jaw dropped. I was like, you did not just say that. I I would love your reaction. Like him too. He's like, man, TQ's kind of a jerk. Dylan was so excited to see us. Oh, and then I got recognized as Charleston Chew guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's all you'll ever be. kind of had it coming. That's decaf. That was so rude to say. That's no. all Dave will ever be. But 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 Dave, you're gonna keep collecting these names. No one's ever gonna know you as Dave Leonardi. <laughs> it's like you're gonna be the programs guy, yeah. and then the Charleston Chew guy, and then something else is gonna happen. You're gonna be like you're gonna take a a, a first pitch to the dome one day when you got the Ooh. RF camera, and you're gonna Ooh. be the first pitch to the dome guy. <laughs> I, like I wouldn't that. doubt it. I would not doubt it if that were to happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like where this is going. I'm glad to be able to see how far we've all come. I, I got to say, guys, the podcast uh, the other week when you were going through Tristan Casas's tweets, that might be the best bit on the whole show. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry to have missed it. And I want to say that the best bit was one I came up with, but that was incredible. <laughs> yeah, we, we had some fun with that one. I was absolutely floored that dave was dancing around danny devito at the end there like, yeah. yeah he was like yeah. he was like you it's always on sunny it. and i was like what are you talking about i was on it man right i knew it, it had to be some wacky personality like that and but, i was i was getting to it uh, yeah i guess it's crazy but i couldn't guess a tweet to save my life i had like a four three lead on you and i just i crumbled i like the clutch moments dave it's great stuff what's well, everyone's hopefully... favorite tq moment <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Can you tell I'm uncomfortable? Because I don't know what to say. TQ oh. is usually the host <laughs> of this thing. And I just want, yeah, let's just make him as uncomfortable as favorite, possible. Favorite TQ moment. Um, You know, one of the things, so TQ is who uh, interviewed me the first time around um, way back at the, after the first job fair in 2021 in February. Oh my goodness. Speaking of that job fair. So Joe Jacobs, decaf, and I split up, like interviewing as many people as we possibly could. Over the span of two days, we probably interviewed like a hundred fifty people each. So everyone who who got hired and and or most everyone who got hired in twenty twenty one went to that job fair, and I hear so many stories about like, oh, in my interview, this happened or this happened, and I don't remember a single one of them. No, I don't know. I was would. fighting for my life that day. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pouring myself a a stiff margarita. Shout out Aradura tequila 
our presenting partner of Taco and Tequila Tuesdays for Blue Sox 23. But you can't yeah. stop TQ. Making myself making myself a frozen mark after each of those job fair days. It was a lot. It was stressful. I can imagine. Well, I remember on the initial day, I'm pretty sure that too many people showed up that like the system itself like crashed and like you couldn't, no one could get into what their interviews were supposed to be. And I remember that I was like waiting, ready, was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to get it. Got in like within 30 seconds, I was on the screen with Joe Jacobs and then he was gone. And I was like, oh no. And then we ended up, uh, you know, Fast forward uh, to the season, and I just remember uh, TQ. You met me outside of the uh, me outside of the park. You let me in on my first I, day outside of the construction site. The construction site, yep, yeah. Where I wasn't in one of the areas, but we did sim games. We were filming sim games before uh, the season was starting, and that was as much as it was a sim game for the players. It was a sim game for the broadcast team where we were broadcasting it we were streaming online i think and we were just mm-hmm. trying to run it like it was like a game and we had people out in center field a camera with a construction helmet on because he was in a construction zone um and i just remember walking in and you were the way you led the control room it seemed like you were leading the you've been leading the control room for years and years the way i had no idea what i was doing and that's fantastic because you didn't you didn't let it show and (laughs) i just remember sitting there thinking it's like this this kid is ridiculous what is happening how do you how are you managing this and then it was like and it was a team of you decaf and joe and you guys were hitting the ground running two weeks before opening day in a ballpark that was 70 60% 60% made and uh, in the midst or at the, I guess the tail end of COVID restrictions that time. Um, yeah. I cannot commend you enough for like the um, maturity and the, just like your leadership ability during all of that. And then just rolling with the punches as it goes on an everyday basis where, you know, it, we are a, um, minor league team and we rely on a lot of different um, people for you know help in our productions department and the vast majority of them are part-time and they have to fit it into their schedules and we're making sure that they can show up and they're going to have everything they need and you have to fly around every single day and make sure that the show's ready to go the in-game's ready to go the tv broadcast's ready to go the birthday message for seven-year-old Caden out there is up on the screen because you know you'll get yelled out if that doesn't happen. <laughs> and it was just every single day, same attitude, same TQ. Um, you showed up, you got the job done, and then you also called games. You did sideline hits. You did all these different things. It's honestly incredibly impressive, um, and I am extremely gracious to you for deciding to leave so I could take your position. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. That that does that does mean a lot. Um it's it's easy in uh a role in sports because everyone is doing so much all of the time, like full-time staff, part-time staff, executives. Everyone is is setting up the next project and doing so much all the time that 
I had some long days and nights, both working, but also just the emotional and mental toll that it takes where it feels like not necessarily that your work is being unappreciated, but it's not necessarily being seen by people because everyone is just go, go, go. So that that means a lot for you to say that. I'd also like the record to show uh, that Brendan called me mature. Pretty sweet. That's a first for me. Um, <laughs> add that to the resume. Thank you. Those were initial initial observations. Initial observations. Okay. Yes, there we go. It's it's the beard. It's the beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, some some crazy some crazy times and I've had people <clears throat> ask me before too like how do you after a long week, month, year of work go and jump on on the radio or like go and sideline report like how do you have the capacity to do that and honestly and this is a big reason why i'm i'm taking this opportunity to go be the modesto director of marketing and broadcaster uh that was like therapeutic for me i would go over there and just have a blast and it would make me feel energized and and rested and excited about just the stories going on, not just on the field, which it was my first love baseball itself, but how the community interacts with the team, how the team interacts with the community, how messages and projects can get a awareness out there and just get the word out there and people can jump in to help. So thank you for the kind words. And, and that's essentially how to answer your, your rhetorical question how the hell can someone <laughs> run around and and manage all this stuff it's finding finding the little things you enjoy obviously the broadcasting we've talked about but all of you guys like the highlight of my days i say game starting 6 45 get in at nine in the morning 9 30 try to set up as much as possible for the rest of the crew that's coming in and that's a lot of running around the ballpark a lot of head buried in a computer editing and then you guys and the rest of the crew would show up and it that's the same sort of relief i would get just catching up with everyone joking laughing having a good time setting up a a fun experience and atmosphere for everyone coming in the ballpark or watching at home so thank you guys for making it a lot easier than i'm sure a lot of other people have it or would have had it with the the situation that we had in front of us you guys made it easy there was always an underlying mission in the control room like let's get tq on the air today we we all <laughs> knew how much that guy battled for us and we all see how happy you would be to be on the air you guys don't know the fans at home don't know how many times have you ever heard tq come on the air just totally out of breath he just ran from the control room down to the field to switch batteries in a microphone and also put sick birthday messages. And then it gets back on the air and he's like, okay, uh, Trevor Kelly coming into the game. Trevor <laughs> Kelly. What a name, Trevor Kelly. That's just the first name that came to mind because he's still my favorite player, the greatest mustache in Red Sox farm system history. Uh, um, but now he gets to just, that's his, that's his life. That's his job. Yeah. Director so explain this. So you're, you're uh, a marketing you're the director of marketing for the team. So that'll take place. Basically a majority of your time for mm -hmm. that is going to be uh, off season kind of work or when the team is away, the marketing is what you'll be doing. 
Yeah, um, and when the team's it, at home too, that's the my mornings home. will be your mornings. If, oh, right. If we have and different then... groups or organizations coming to the ballpark, mm-hmm. making sure they're taken care of, making sure that everyone in the the front office is kind of on the same page. We know what our theme night is that night, promotional mm-hmm. night. Off season, I'll get to make the promotional schedule, obviously with some help and guidance from the rest of the front office. But you gotta give us a call before blowing. before we make the final list, man. I got so many ideas that hit the cutting room floor in Polar Park. I'd love to bring to the nuts. We're getting sitcom night going. I'll drive Decaf. there for sitcom night. You might Imagine think if that you guys I... just turned into TQ and Decaf, but of the Modesto you, nuts. You, you, <laughs> you just ran it back. Decaf, you might think that I'm moving closer to you, but really it's it's just I'm going like 80%. Of the way there, and then I'm gonna drag you up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to meet you the uh the other twenty percent <laughs> of the way. But listen, man, I got a I whole control room in here. I'd 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 love to be like your producer, just just wherever you go. <laughs> I'll be posted up here so I can be close to the beach. Yeah. But wherever I'll, you go, I'll I keep you. Here. I'll keep you posted. If I ever go solo, go. yeah, you and Derek Willand. That's who I'm giving a call <laughs> to to produce. Yes. Um. Yes. And so. At what point during a day, uh, a game day, do you become Tim Quidadamo, broadcaster? That's it. Because I know that's the best part of this position for you is that you get to fully dedicate yourself to that role as a broadcaster when you're there, when it's game time, when it's time for first pitch. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely excited to to do some of the marketing work too because baseball is so fun and it's like inspiring seeing stuff that the bananas are doing and mm-hmm. uh just stuff other minor league baseball teams are doing to like push the boundaries of what you can do at a ballpark so i'm excited to kind of make a name for myself in the marketing world in in sports too but around like three o'clock 3 30 4 p.m if first pitch is at 7 p.m like my game day responsibility is to be the play-by-play broadcaster so i'll be doing the the stat sheets, uh, game notes, rosters, lineups, and then just prepping, like interviewing players, coaches, managers, prepping a pregame show, a postgame show, and and calling the game. So I cannot wait. Tyler Murray, who we all know and love, um, he said he had a friend who worked out in the California League for like, I think, four or five years, and knock on wood, never had a rain out that's modesto's in the Whoa. valley in california oh, so during dude, the summer you, it's you gonna just get hot. set yourself huge. up you just set yourself up yeah you're, you're the biggest jinx the, you know the that? when it comes to that kind that of just thing? brought 25 games brought of rain. rain over it'll be like daniel gossip proving yeah. them wrong watch it'll be like worcester rain too where it's like wow clear forecast today and then 10 minutes later just buckets that just... no one saw coming but when it comes to my favorite TQ moment, I can't really pinpoint it down to just like one specific story, but I'll, I will keep this brief. It's more of just the little interactions throughout the day of just the little wisecracking jokes that just keep it going. Cause you know, there's always the serious work and you know, whenever he he's, his head is, you know, dug into a billion papers and I'm over there annoying him, you know, trying to give him some kind of random story for my life. And he gives Dave, me a little, we've been over Dave. this. You're not annoying. And he gives me a little, Dave and I just go walk away like yeah you're doing stuff important it's whatever I'm just spewing whatever 
it's it's always it's always the little like three second jokes that always stick with me throughout the day and just it keeps it going and one that i'll oh one of the jokes that was probably you know so small in the moment but i just remember now is uh i'm walking back to from the parking garage to the park and i'm going over this crosswalk and this honda civic was driving and didn't see me for a second and almost took out my legs when i'm walking across the crosswalk so i get to the park finally and i get in the control room and usually i always have some random story about my life of whatever happened in the last 24 hours from the last game to now you always come in hot i always come in hot. some wacky story (laughs) so here i am again with a story and i'm talking about how i almost got hit by a car and without without skipping a beat, TQ just goes, Dave, I think you would have done more damage to the Civic than the Civic would have done to you. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's little jokes like that where it's just like mood uplifters that just keeps not only the person who's receiving the joke, but the whole room just shares that little laughter. And it just if you someone's really tired and they're really focused on work and there's just that break of laughter, it gives them another like hour of energy. And just having those throughout the day just keeps the day going and it just you know, it means a lot more than people may think. Thank you, Dave. I think you've done that for for decaf Brendan and I a lot more than I've what? done it for you guys. I think I'm not gonna uh, quantify or whatever, Dave, yeah. But you have no, brought, you have brought uh, uh, plenty, plenty. This is, of this is not about me. PQ <laughs> <laughs> Swamp Pod. The producer speaks. My goodness. <laughs> All right. I think that's the title of the episode. TQ this, Swan Pod. Oh, this oh, must, yeah. this must be how that this must be how that Honda Civic felt. Yeah. <laughs> I can only I'm just, Dave. I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. That Honda Civic would have stood no chance. Oh no, no. It was like modded <laughs> so, out too. It wasn't even the original. A parts. CRV. I think that's 50-50. It's a coin flip. Yeah, but yeah. a civic. Yeah, that might push you back six inches. Yeah. All I know is that you guys are so lucky that I'm locked out of the Dropbox because I was going to go hunting for every <laughs> TQ clip I could find. The one I had in mind is is one of the most underrated. TQ has so many great hits that have like such substance and content. My favorite is probably the Pitching Ninja one where you flipped over. Uh, they flipped over Chris Sale and Tanner Houck. That was awesome. But in terms of my favorite hits, obviously the home run right after you were complimenting the pitcher is up there. We've talked yeah. about that a ton. But there was a day... When you came into the park early, and because of an event at the park, you pied Dan Diggins in the face, yeah. and then you brought the idea to the broadcast, I'm going to put on a suit and start a sideline hit, and it's then Dan Diggins suit. is going to come in and whip a pie in my face. And we did that on Nesson, and it was amazing. And just the commitment to a bit that you were willing to go that far uh, definitely speaks to, and to then, Tim Quinn. And then... We flip that back as he still had his responsibility as the director of Woosox Productions to go back into the control room, make sure that everything was going fine during the in-game. I remember I was directing the game and like I just turned around and I looked and he has now he has his jacket off. It's like just a shirt, but he has just it's and I didn't know when you're directing the in-game, I'm watching the game. I'm watching right. Only the things You're that not are watching happening the TV inside, broadcast, not watching the broadcast. I just turn around and there's he's just like covered in this stuff. And but he has like this serious, stoic face. So he's like, <laughs> God, he's like, Yeah, wh- you know, is that channel not working? But and I was just like, Ah, dude, you probably stink right now. That's I, I still, I think we ended up winning that game. So I did a, a post game interview with a player down on the field and Roberto Ramos, who we all remember walking off 
when we revealed Roberto the rocket, then Roberto hit a rocket, walk-off winner in the ninth. Um, Roberto Ramos wasn't in the lineup that day, and I'm, like, standing in the photo pit taking notes. And I had never, like, had a conversation with him other than just exchanging pleasantries when I go down to the field, just being like, hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, and that's it. And I'm taking notes, like, about three or four different guys to see who I can grab post game for an interview. He keeps like double, triple, quadruple taking. And I was like, Hey, Roberto, how's it going? And this time he just goes, didn't I see you get pied in the face earlier? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. And he goes, cleaned up nice. And I just walked away. Yeah, also right. shout out Tatnik cleaners. Uh, went went and gave my dry cleaning, and the poor woman behind the counter, I dropped myself off. I'm like, yeah, I got whipped cream all over it. She's like, all right, let me see the tie, the jacket, pants, everything, and she just goes, oh, I don't, I don't know what I can do for this. And I was like, just do your best and spotless. <laughs> oh, there we go. You'll never find someone more committed to a bit. You have to commit to the bits. What else do you have? You know. In this world, it really is all we have. <laughs> Answering the question to what else do we have, me and Brendan actually do have one more thing for you today as a part of the last episode, if you would like to introduce that, Brendan. Yeah, so um, you know, we just asked a couple people uh, within you know, the Woosox front office uh, to send us along a couple messages, some, some thank yous, some good lucks for you, TQ. Am um, I going to cry? You probably, I, the second I thought of this idea, I was like, TQ's going to cry on the pod. Better not make me cry. Um, but, uh, and I have to say, you know, we, there are countless number of people who could have sent in stuff that, that could have been involved in this right now. We're just going to show you, you know, kind of a, a truncated version of that, but, uh, so you're saying you reach out to a bunch of people and they were like, nah, not true. I'm not, not true. <laughs> not true. <laughs> Not true. I had to edit it down. Okay, TQ. They they weren't saying good luck. They were saying good luck. Yeah, they're like, it's like that episode live. of uh. You ever see that episode of Ever I Love Is Raymond where they try and have people say nope, nice things? Already now. Sick. Never well, seen an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. The most notable nose were Big Poppy, Pedro Martinez, and TQ's mom. All three were like, nah. Immediately when I see him. Immediate. No, that makes sense. I don't think they're rooting for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um all right so let's just dave you can send it send it along to, uh dylan we can send it to you too if you want to watch just i'd say mute yourself so that we could do it and yeah i want to no tq you can keep your audio on dylan if you want to watch okay. just mute it and dave you can take out all this nonsense all right i'm, I'm watching you my main man the og dating back to the you know we started both together on our first day uh, full-time in, in Rhode Island and made the transition here to Worcester, your hometown. For me, my second home, as you can say. Congratulations, man. Congratulations on an amazing career here with the Worcester Red Sox. We are excited uh, to see what the future has in store for you. I'm going to miss driving by the ballpark, seeing you walking over to Coney Island with those beat <laughs> headphones on uh, every single day. But congratulations to you and thank you. Thank you for caring about this organization. Thank you for okay. caring about this community. I'm going to pause it real quick. Out. Alex just finished up. I do not go to Coney Island every day. I could, but I've been trying to be a little more health conscious. So 
it's not every day, but it's at least like once or twice a week. They're closed Tuesdays. It couldn't be every day. Couldn't be every day. It's just a lie. TQ, when I started at Polar Park, you were the first person to really make me feel welcome there. And getting to know you and to now call you a friend is an absolute treat for me. I know whatever you do, wherever you go, you're going to kill it because that's just how you are. And I wish you nothing but the best as you continue through your career. Be well, man. Hey, TQ, man, can't believe you're leaving us. We're going to miss a couple of things about you. One, your shenanigans before the game. Two, your tomfoolery during the game. And three, your wisecracks after the game, man. Good luck, and uh, we know we'll see you back in Worcester soon, man. Thank you, TQ, for always being so supportive of my work and always pushing me to be my best and better. I can't thank you enough for always finding new opportunities for me as a photographer that ended up being some of the best experiences of my career so far. I know everyone in Woosox Productions is so excited to see you follow your dreams after you played such a big role in helping all of us follow ours. I can't wait to hear all of the incredible calls you make for the Modesto Nuts. Get Cooper off my TQ, I don't know how to fit this in, in 15 to 30 seconds, but uh, if there's one thing to say, it's I've never met anyone in my life who gives so much of himself to so many people every single day. You made, including me, everyone's lives better every single day, which is an extraordinary quality, and to do it in minor league baseball is even more extraordinary. Can't wait to see what you're going to do. And uh, go nuts. Man, I don't know how I'm going to be able to keep this to 30 seconds. I know I'm not going to. Um, there's a lot that I can say. There's a lot that I probably shouldn't say. But TQ, I love you, buddy. I'm so proud of you for what you've been able to do here in Worcester and help build this production department into what it is. And I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you that you're going to be able to chase your dream now out in Cali. You're going to kill it. Um, you're the younger brother that I've never had. I love you, and um, this isn't a goodbye. It's a uh, it's a see you later. What's up, TQ? Congratulations on the new job. We got a big surprise for you. We got Hoobastank. <laughs> what? We, no, we did. We didn't get Hoobastank. Okay, well, no Hoobastank, but just want to say congratulations, man. You're gonna kill it out in California, and I know you'll be able to come back to Worcester to visit. Congrats. Hi, TQ. One of the things I love most about you is how you carry your pride for Worcester and everything you do. I hope you bring that level of care with you to California. You're going to do great and know that I am always rooting for you. And I appreciate that. But again, I just think this works better if we're just friends. So I have to go. Sorry, TQ, Jennifer Aniston again, but I'm glad you and I had this chance to connect. I want to congratulate you on your incredible new job in Modesto, the perfect opportunity for you. I'm just really impressed and proud of you, man, for chasing your dream. I know there might be some hard times along the way, but just remember what got you here. It's your talent, your personality, and your work ethic, and that's going to take you to just amazing places, and no matter what life throws at you. I mean, we know the line from Forrest Gump, right? He's sitting on the bench. He says, my mama always used to say, whoever gets the next broadcast job in Modesto is on a fast track <laughs> to the big leagues. And that line still resonates with me today, man. We're going to miss you a ton in Worcester, but we can listen hopefully every night if we can with the time zone difference, so it's perfect. I know you're coming back for a visit soon, but until then, have an excellent life, and congratulations. Hey, TQ, just wanted to say congratulations. We're so happy for you, and we're so thankful for all that you've done for us here at the Woo Sox. We can't wait to see what you do out there in Modesto, and the Nuns are very lucky to have you. Hey, TQ. I want to wish you all the best, man. I really enjoyed working with you. 
We had some good yucks and good laughs, and I'm sure you'll be succeeding whatever you do in the future. You are a great guy with a great skill set and a great asset to anywhere you're going to go. I wish you sincerely all the best, and I certainly will be missing you, buddy. Wish you the best, and if you ever need anything, one call does it all. I'll be there for you. I tell you what, because I'll be missing you. All right, all the best, my friend. Madeiras, ladies and gentlemen. Rick wow. Madeiras. So, <laughs> Dave, I, I told, I told Brendan this, <laughs> the, the yesterday. So the day before we're recording this, <laughs> Rick called me and told me, "Hey, player, I sent over a video to that that Brendan Black, and I just got to tell you, I I did it all on my own." <laughs> He was so excited to tell me that he sent a video over. He figured out the technology of it to send a video over to Brendan Black. And I was like, Rick, buddy, like, I think you might you might be spoiling a surprise here. And he was like, oh, and then just changed the subject. So I, I knew you guys had something up your sleeve. Thank you for for putting that together. Thanks to to everyone in the video. I started going early and then. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's also Tyler Murray's getting big league, huh? Turning down Jennifer Aniston again. For yeah. real. <laughs> Thank you for crazy. putting the comedic relief with Demar yeah. Murray at the end. Because oh, I was man. I was starting to tear up in the beginning. Shout yeah. out to Tyler and Taylor for knowing to hold the camera sideways. A lot of production people <laughs> holding their cameras vertically in that video. Yeah, that's true. But uh also I just want to give the the biggest shout out I possibly can to Someone I probably don't think enough. I don't think anyone really talks about enough, but Jim Kane is is who I kind of forced myself to be his friend when we were both playing baseball at Emerson. Uh we we got off on the wrong foot. I'll leave it at that. And then uh I would just show up at his apartment to watch a Pats game and bring some beers over. And he ended up convincing me, who was probably a little bit too anxious and nervous to get on a microphone in college uh, to call some Emerson basketball games with them. And the very first one, it was just so much fun to talk with him and work with him and see how he carried himself. No doubt in my mind, there's a big league future there. And he, he kind of just guided me since then. He was the one, on the phone when a control room position in Pawtucket opened up, it was him and Joe Jacobs, who I both played college baseball with. And, and Jim has always been a, a big supporter of mine every step along the way and a big mentor. And I always like saying the older brother I never had, I have two older brothers and I just, <laughs> those who have brothers know you just like giving subtle jabs to each other here and there, but Jim Kane, what a guy great man lover of toy story when you said penultimate like three times earlier i just saw his smiling face in my head loves the word <laughs> penultimate just like jay burnham likes the word inauspicious an inauspicious Ooh. start for the woo you'll hear that one yeah also jay burnham has the best hair in the business <laughs> i swear <laughs> to god 
it's, it's so good. What is I remember so when he was when he was on for the episode we had him and I think it was was it him and Antonellis we had on together yeah. or yeah when we had him and Antonellis on there was like a 10 5 to 10 minute segment of just how luxurious that man's hair is. It's great. It, it's it wouldn't be a swan pod if TQ didn't talk about Jay Burnham's hair. Yeah. What what a head of hair on that guy. It's unbelievable. Also, how many synonyms can you come up with for shenanigans? He must have had a, th- a thesaurus right behind screen, <laughs> right behind camera. It was unbelievable. But Pros thank bro. You, yeah, thank thank you guys for putting that together. Thank everybody in the video for for the kind words. Uh, thank that, you for not showing up to last week's meeting. It made it easier to plan for me and Brendan. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. But, thanks, thanks everyone in that, and also for making me cry on the pod. Player name redacted. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, yeah. bringing back the bleep button. For yeah, the days yeah, of the... yeah. Redacted. <laughs> yeah, days of the lockout. Wow. We really yeah. have come full circle today. Yeah, well, this podcast is supposed to be about fun. And it's going to continue to be about fun. Be on the lookout on Nessun, all you listeners, for that February show talking about how there's even more to do and see for Blue Sox 23 ballpark improvements, new menu items, new promotional days, special theme nights, all included in that Nesson show, along with a sit down interview between Tyler Murray and Blue Sox manager, Chad Tracy about what life is like as a minor league manager in the Red Sox organization. And they talk about some of your favorite players, including Zach Kelly, who Jim Kane and Cooper Boardman got to talk to at the rookie development camp in late January. Those interviews will also be part of the show. They talked to Zach Kelly, number two pitching prospect, Brandon Walter, Southpaw, and they talked to Sadon Rafaela, who was just doing it all in Portland last year, playing gold glove caliber, center field, shortstop, hitting tanks, stealing bags. He can do it all. He'll be fun to watch in Woo Sox 23 spring tickets are on sale. Now you can call the ticket office, come by in person or order online. If you are going to call that number is 508-500-8888. Again, 508-500-8888. And be on the lookout for when, uh, when summer tickets are going to go on sale too. And I won't spoil it, but I'll give you a little tease. It's a good idea. If you're going to, try to come to some of the marquee summer games. So like say maybe 4th of July fireworks, which has been pretty awesome and exciting games. Never mind the incredible Unibank fireworks show after the game. But if you're looking to come to some of the, the bigger, more packed games in the summer, you might want to buy a couple of spring tickets before summer tickets go on sale. It could help you out in the future, but I'll leave it at that. Thank you to all the listeners too. A lot of ambassadors, ushers, season ticket members, fans in general from New England, all over the country. We have like one listener in L.A. They actually pinpointed it to like his dingy, dark bedroom that he's just listening to. That's it a TV nonstop. studio. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Control not, room. Yeah. 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 The demographics are actually saying it's a control room, not yeah. a bedroom, yeah. which is why it's so dimly lit and smelly. Um, but <laughs> thank you to all the listeners for everyone who's pointing me in the face and saying him too, walking around the ballpark and a special thank you as someone who grew up 
15 minutes down the road, gets to drive by their little league field, or I should say got to drive by their little league field and have those memories wash over me. Got to drive by my summer league field, the same thing, high school field, and then got to work at a ballpark where I could see all my family, friends, former coaches, teammates, classmates from Tatnik Magnet, Forest Grove, Doherty High School, and see everyone around the ballpark having a good time, enjoying themselves, and giving some some words of encouragement. Seriously, I cannot thank you enough. Luckily, the Modesto Nuts season starts a little bit later, which I'll have some catching up to do this season, but it starts a little bit later and ends a little bit sooner than the AAA schedule does. So maybe you might see me towards the end of those summer games enjoying some tacos and tequila on a Tuesday. Gotta love it. <laughs> Everyone yeah. listening to this podcast is invited to TQ's statue unveiling in 40 years outside of Polar <laughs> Park after a long, illustrious career yeah. in baseball, which in- will include a 10-year playing career that spurns up when he turns 32. It's going to be a magnificent. I've seen it all. You can also yeah. come to get autographs from me and TQ on Santa Monica Beach two, three weeks from now. We'll be there every day. <laughs> Ten bucks a piece. You're all welcome. Ten bucks a piece. Everyone say we love you, TQ. You could get two autographs and a picture for 25. Pretty good deal. It's not bad. It's not bad. Well, TQ, we wish you all the best. The Modesto Nuts are getting an incredibly hard worker, an incredibly talented broadcaster. And I know that you are going to uh, do incredible things. And maybe one day when uh, Dave O'Brien's job gets, uh, he comes to his end here at, at, at Fenway with the Red Sox, we'll see Tim Quidadamo. Uh, sitting in the seat at Fenway and uh, taking that over. I, um, yeah, we're gonna miss and you. And then here. Brandon Black I... will go to the Modesto Nuts. There we go. It's <laughs> yeah. just the it's just the classic. <laughs> yeah, it's how it works. What's that fish called that just swims next to the shark and just eats the some of the chum that the shark chews up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the fish, but I, I know that you're a shark. That. Buddy. Yeah, I don't have to be that. Um, no, yeah. I think you're your own person. You're you are taller and handsomer. We've been over that. <sighs> I'm definitely taller. I'm not going. I just got a haircut. Don't let it fool you. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, well, everyone, opening day, March 31st, 4:05 p.m. Unibank fireworks show. Right after tickets on sale now. Tim Quidadamo, Dylan McCaffrey, Dave Leonardi. It's the Swan Pod. Thank you, TQ. We love you, and uh, yeah, good luck. Love you guys. Love you.